Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Underwear Day, Tone. Don't want to get too personal, but boxers are breached these days. And Tony Kornheiser graduated to diapers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that we're going to consider that a graduation. So I understand that that's a funny line. What makes it a little bit more poignant than funny is I'm getting close to that. The older I get, the closer I no, get you're not. to actual diapers. I thought no, the funnier line would have had a G-string in there, but nobody thought that was as funny. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Tom Brady gets more money. The Yankees win four games but lose a couple of players. And Antonio Brown has some painful-looking feet. But we begin today with renewed concern about Andrew Luck. The Colts have announced that Luck will miss another week of training camp practice. He has taken numerous MRIs that say his calf injury is only a strain, but there is admitted discomfort by Luck, conceding he has emotional scar tissue from missing all of 2016 with a shoulder injury. Head coach Frank Reich said, quote, make no mistake, Andrew is driving the truck here. He knows how he feels, unquote. Wilbon, cause for serious concern? Yeah. It's been cost for that before now. I mean, we're talking about something that he first noticed in April. Yeah. April. Yeah. And by the way, you can get to the emotional scar tissue if you want. You just don't want there to be any more scar tissue in that calf. I mean, it's a real injury. I mean, not making this up. This is not fictional. So Andrew Luck's got a very real injury. It's taken way too long to heal. And we don't know what other bad thing it might lead to. Oh, and... He's just had a, a two-year period where well, he shoulder. had to deal with this emotionally. I, I, yeah, Tony, this is an yeah. enormous deal. So I really like Andrew Luck. He reminds me completely of Cam Newton. Cam Newton may be a slightly faster runner. Andrew Luck may have a little more touch on the passes. But they're both big and strong and athletic, and they get banged around a lot. I mean, both these guys get banged around a lot. Uh, to me, this comes down to whether or not you trust Luck. I would, if I were the Indianapolis Colts, I would trust him. I would trust Mike that he would be ready for opening day. Last year, even with the Nerf football right about now, he played all 16, I think. He had a terrific year. I would trust Luck on this. Would I be concerned? Absolutely. But I, I would find myself trusting him because he's better by far than anybody else they've got. Well, I, I would trust him, but that doesn't have anything. Trust has nothing to do with this to me. What's his physical stature come Labor Day weekend? Right? That's what we're talking about. Well, I think he'll so be trusting ready. trusting him has nothing to do. I'm not, trust suggests you might not believe him. I, I believe him. Right. Now, even though I believe him, you know, you know what, you know what time I put this in closer to home terms for me as I'm sitting in Chicago. I trust Derrick Rose. Trust him. Love him. But when time came to get out there, when he wanted to be out there and his body wouldn't let he, him be out yeah, there, that's right. he couldn't be out there. Yeah. So I hope that's not the case for Andrew Luck. No. I hope it's not the case going forward for a lot of different guys, and, and, and you mentioned. But, Tony, is he physically? I heard, I heard these reports where they say, Luck says he'll be ready. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, get smarter than that. I think this is the well, human body of a football player. We have no idea what's going to happen between now and Labor Day. I think he'll be ready, and I think it's foolish to play him in exhibition games. I just think that's well, foolish. Well, I mean, no, they may have to play him a little bit know. to see if he can go. No, nah, he knows he off. He's the best thing they got. Let him go yeah, when he's well, ready. That's true. Yeah. That's true. The Golden Boy never has to deal with issues like this, Tom. For Tom Brady, it's all kisses and candy and two-year contract extensions. The extension the Patriots rewarded him with yesterday will pay $23 million this year. And beyond that, eh, you know, we'll see. Tony Brady's never been the highest paid player in the league. 
He's only the sixth highest paid quarterback in the league right now. Quarterback, despite probably being the GOAT. So Brady should think what of this latest haul? Well, the first thing he should do is be very grateful for the fact that he's at least now making more than Jimmy Garoppolo. So that is justice of a sort, because that wasn't the case last year. As you said, right. it was never about the money. Year after year after year, it would seem that Brady, there'd be an announcement he was going to take less money, restructure his deal, so that the Patriots could put more money in people around him. It's obviously worked out. He's, you know, I mean, do I think he should be the highest paid quarterback? Sure, does anybody else that you can tell me about have six Super Bowl rings? No, he should be, but Mike, it never seemed to matter to him all that much. Because it doesn't. Right. And it's okay not that it doesn't yeah. matter. Right. I mean, I think the, the, the last two years with the Bulls, Michael Jordan, speaking of goats, he was the highest paid guy then, but before that, he was never the highest paid guy. And you know what? I was around him a lot. I don't remember any grumbling and grousing. Not really. When you got in the room, you put down the hammer, and he was the biggest, highest paid guy. But you know what? It's even less important to Tom Brady, it seems, yeah. looking in from afar. I mean, and you know what, Tony? Does it strike you that Tom Brady sits around worrying about that? No. Or, or, or thinking, I need to. You no. know what he needs? He needs to kick your behind Tom Brady, another season and add no. another piece of jewelry. He's not a guy who ever said, look at me, I just got no, paid. No, he doesn't. Tom Brady is, is out there. I, if you ask me how should he feel, he should feel good and he should feel wanted. That a team looks at a 42-year-old quarterback, which is bizarre, and says, we want this guy. Let's go over the quarterbacks that are paid more money than he is. Russell Wilson, who has one Super Bowl ring. Ben Roethlisberger has two. Nick Foles has one. Kirk Cousins has none. And Kyler Murray is 12 years old. (laughs) But but like Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees are not on that list. I mean, Brady, I think the Patriots should be happy that Brady is not just about money, right? He's not, not even not just about money. Not at all. He's just about humiliating That's you right. every Sunday. That's, That's right. what he's about. And it brings money, by the way. He's tied with Drew Brees, I think. Tony, the, the more important thing, we'll get to this later in the season, I'm sure. You can play past 40 now and be great thanks to largely, yes, the health, the hard work, the technology, all of that. Thanks to the NFL rules that say if you breathe on a golden boy, not just the golden boy, but any one of them, we will sit you down for six weeks. You can get the quarterback back, and if they can just stand out there and throw it, they're going to keep playing. So let's talk about money with another story. Draymond Green just signed a four-year, $100 million extension with the Warriors, binding him to the team until the beginning of the 2025 season, when he will be 35 years old. Green passed on free agency after this season and the possibility of an additional year with the Warriors and another $100 million more. Whoa. Wilbon, do you understand this? <laughs> Tom Brady didn't pass on 100 mil. Maybe over time it's been close to that. I don't know. Yeah, Tony, a little bit because I've gotten to know Draymond Green a little bit. And he's got a sense of values, which is like, yes, includes getting paid. If he's getting paid, nobody's going to pass a cup for Draymond Green. But he knows where he wants to be, where he wants to live, how he wants to conduct his life, and what space with whom. I mean, Draymond Green, you don't have to, like, Tom Brady, you got to guess, because he comes out and he says four words, and he's got to be paid by W-E-E-I to do that. Draymond Green will talk to you. You've talked to him. He'll tell you exactly what's on his mind. And he, he, he's going to be where he wants in a beautiful palace to play with his buddies. Yeah. And I think that's who he is. And he's going to get paid a lot of money. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't want to spit at $100 million. Right, that is generational right. wealth. 
but it's $100 million over and above the $118 million that he's going to be paid now. So there's a certain perspective to that. Some guys want to go play for the Brooklyn Nets, and some guys want to play for the Miami Heat, and some guys want to play for the Los Angeles Clippers, and they move to do it. This guy's happy where he is. He's Why happy. Why aren't thrilled. we applauding that? He's happy where he is. Yeah. They've been to the finals five straight years. They probably won't get there this year, but they may again in the future. I'm, you know, I'm sort of thrilled by this. Because he's staying where he is, the indication is that he's happy, right? He's a happy guy. More than an indication, he'll tell you he's happy. Again, yeah. you don't have to read tea leaves with Draymond. So, Tony, he's going to play in the most beautiful palace of basketball ever created, ever built. He's going to play there. He's still going to play with Steph. And after a few months away, Clay, yeah. and who knows what, you know, D. Russ will be. And they'll, 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 he trusts the people that he plays for. And so, Tony, yes, I am applauding him. And by the way, if he had said, I'm going to wait, I'm going to pick up some more of this money, I'd be fine too. I have a small theory here, and the small theory is he looked at Kevin Durant, he looked at Clay Thompson. He's not Kevin Durant, but he looked at Clay Thompson, he looked at Boogie Cousins. And he said, whoa, Boogie Cousins and Isaiah Thomas, their stock plummeted. And if he could get this now, and he's 118, happy. 118 sitting on the table. The Yankees are dominating baseball chatter today, Tony, because they swept the Red Sox to move eight games ahead of Tampa and 14 and a half ahead of Boston in the AL East. But also because they lost two more starters to injury, Edwin Encarnacion and Aaron Hicks. And they're out until September. Tony, Yankees have played right through these injuries so far this year. So... Considering everything, good weekend or bad weekend for the Bombers? I think it was a great weekend. They swept the Boston Red Sox. This is the team they hate the most. They swept them. The combined score of the games was 26-12. So that's a great weekend. They lost some guys. They've lost guys all season, Mike. They've had 25 different guys on the injury list. And they're 33 games above 500. So they have learned to live with losing players. And they keep winning. Great weekend. Tone, I- I'm going to say it's a little less than a great weekend. Because beating the Red Sox is now like, I mean, what is that, like beating the Marlins? I mean, it's not. Well, but it's fun I'm for them. I'm exaggerating it. It's, but it's for not, them. I, I know, Tony, right? but this Red Sox team that we keep waiting on, we're still waiting no, on. They're, yeah, they're and gone. so this is not beating the Red Sox last year or right. most other years. Well, nobody did. And, Tony, so I'm going to say this. And, and, you know, I know the Dodgers and the Yankees, for people of a certain age, it looks like a glamorous, nostalgic collision course that the Bombers and the Dodgers are on, and it harkens back to the summers in the 50s, and blah, 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 blah. But, Tony, you know, baseball's an interesting animal these days. And I think more than ever, you're going to have to have pitching. I'm not sure the Bombers and the yes. pitchers Starting are going to have that. But I think yes. you're going to need all your people, even if you're going to outslug somebody, which oh. I don't trust. You know, and you know I'm not with the Dodgers and their leaky defense. Right. So, I, I, Tony, I don't know that it was a great weekend. I'm not going to say it was a terrible weekend, but I'm not going to say it was a great one with those two injuries. Well, let's look at Encarnacion for a second. He got there last Tuesday anyway. I mean, he hadn't even had particular impact. Gene Carlos Stanton has been out all year. And again, they're 33 games over. You're 100% right. I believe it will come down to starting pitching, and that's unaffected so far by these particular injuries. But to me, you know, you've got the Dodgers, you've got the Yankees, you've got the Astros, and they appear to be a cut above. They appear to they be appear a cut above. They appear Don't to they? be. Let's take yep. a break. Coming up are Antonio Brown's feet, a real cause for concern for the Raiders. Ooh, of course, uh, uh, the concerns that have to look at them. 
and pitcher Vince Velasquez. He looked pretty good as a left fielder, so should the Phillies keep him out there? I really like when position players pitch and when players who are pitchers play positions. I like people forget that. Technology Truths brought to you by Geico. Technology Truths. Truth. Teenagers can communicate entirely in emojis. How was the birthday party? Pizza slice, kitten, soccer ball, pineapple? Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at Geico.com. What are you talking about? Paperclip, shoulder shrug, high five, wizard hat? What? Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. It's mail time where you pick the topics and we pretend they're good. Let me see what's first. Mail time! How concerned should the Raiders be about Antonio Brown's feet? I mean, when you, you see the photo of these feet? Yeah. I mean, I'd really be concerned if I was having to share a locker room shower. Yeah. It's like, yo, big boy, you better have some shoes on those puppies. Oh, my God. That's awful. They, they need to be concerned about whether he can be out there. Not entirely yet because he could just be doing this. I can't trust Antonio Brown. It's hard to believe what he's saying. And he might be just doing this to his practices. He doesn't need them. He's great. But I don't want to see those feet anywhere like out outside of like being wrapped yeah, in those, bandages. Those feet look like he stepped on the surface of Mars to get them. Instead of Mr. Big Chest, he ought to be Mr. Foot Fungus or Mr. Yeah. Bad Feet. Should the Raiders be concerned? Well, only because they gave him a billion dollars. Yes, they should be concerned at this point. He you, played with those feet. They weren't pretty feet last year. Were they or this the year bad? Before that. Were they that bad? Those things yeah, are hideous. They were. They That's the guy who's had bad feet forever. And really? some tough guy in the locker room really? to say, dude, have you That's heard better? of the word pedicure? Wow. John Wall says he earned his contract, and when he comes back, he's going to show people he earned it. Are you buying John Wall's defense of his contract? Well, you know, Tony, you and I have staked out our positions on John Wall years ago. I'm in the tank for John Wall. I love him. Uh, He averaged 23 and 11 in 2016-17. He was third team all NBA. And he says, you know, I was the second best. Well, you could argue and say third before I got hurt. Now I get injured and I'm no good. You know, I've got the worst contract ever just because I got hurt. I'm going to come back and show you. I earned this contract. I think he did earn it. Otherwise, the Wizards wouldn't have given it to him. I hope he can. I don't know that he can, but I hope he can. So he's very, very fast. He's very, very talented, and they've never won with him. He did earn the contract. He did. He did. But the contract is an albatross on the team. He'd like to come back for one big-time shot with Bradley Beal, except he won't be back this year or they wouldn't have gotten Isaiah Thomas. And Bradley Beal's the only asset they have to trade or sell and have any kind of a future at all. I wish him all the success in the world, but as you know, I don't think that he is the right leader for that know, particular Tony, team. Tony, let me say this. I hear he's doing incredibly Good well Good. in his recovery Good process. Luck. Good luck. Good luck, and I hope this works because I like John Wall. I know you do. Do you buy that winning in Washington is, quote, only the beginning, unquote, for your boy Nick Kyrgios? That's right. Nick Kyrgios won at the City Open, or as some of us say, Tony Kornheiser's backyard. That's a nice backyard Tony had, isn't it? Thank you. Uh, Nick Kyrgios says he's changed his routine. He's done some stuff. He's made huge strides in regard to improving his own behavior. Nick Kyrgios is frighteningly behaviorally challenged. 
And I don't believe a word he says. I am more likely to believe Dennis Rodman on the topic of behavior than Nick Kyrgios. So you you take it away. He's a talent. There's no question about that. But he's never even made the semi of a major so far. And, at, and, and he is majored in bad behavior. Now, you yes. can say the same thing about John McEnroe. But when John McEnroe no, was McEnroe 20... won right away sec, early. Why don't you let me finish a sentence? Finish, finish. When John McEnroe was 24, the same age as Nick Kyrgios, he'd won five majors by now. Yes, So they are seven. different people. Nick Kyrgios said that he had the greatest week of his life in Washington. I was in Washington last week with sciatica, and I had a lousy week in Washington. Do you Best believe, more important, most importantly, do you believe anything out of Nick Kyrgios' mouth? Not much would be the correct no. answer. What was better, Vince Velasquez's throw or his catch? I mean, this is so cool because this guy is a pitcher, not that guy. That's an outfielder pitching or a position player. And look at this throw, Tony. Charges it, gets it right on the hop around the thigh, and fires a bullet. Now it's Abreu running. I mean, Abreu is not, you know, not as fast as I am with a bad left foot right now. So that has to be considered. But look, Tony, what happens is these guys, he was a, a shortstop in high school. Look at the catch. He's the best athlete on any team until yeah. he was in the until he was in professional baseball. So don't be as surprised as all that. I think it's a great throw. Uh, great I really throw. think it's a great throw. I don't care how slow Abreu is. I think that's a great throw. I think it is easier to get lucky on a catch than it is to get lucky on a throw. Can I go back to something though? How what? do you know about Antonio Brown's feet from last year? Are you a chiropodist? Do you have I'm inside? Saying, I'm willing to bet. What, what do you know about We can about ask his a stealer. Feet? We'll ask a Steeler. I believe his feet have looked bad his, his whole life. His feet were the color of the Steelers' uniforms. They were ridiculous. <laughs> you think they were great last year? Better than that. Enough email. I don't believe that. Let's take one last that. break. Still to come, should Dwayne Haskins be worried that he's third on the Redskins' quarterback depth chart? Be worried that he's with the Redskins. And Michigan State is going with lime green alternate unis. Fashion do or fashion don't. They look brutal, Mike. They look brutal. Happy time, people. Happy 57th birthday, Patrick Ewing. Now that Chris Mullen has left St. John's, Patrick Ewing remains the one great basketball player to coach at his alma mater in the Big East. Ewing enters his third year with strength at guards and a potential NCAA team, which would be his first. By virtue of a deliberately soft non-conference schedule, Ewing is 20-7 and outside the Big East, 14 and 22 inside it. So, you know, I root for Patrick, who I covered at Georgetown as a player. He's building. He is building a recruiting base. He's building a program quickly. Is Patrick Ewing the greatest Nick ever? No. Stop it. Willis, sure? shut up with that. Huh? I'm not so I just I'm asked sure. you a question. Stop it. Not so happy anniversary, Johnny Manziel. Around this day last year, Johnny Football made his CFL debut for the Montreal Alouettes throwing four interceptions in the first half of a blowout loss. Manziel lasted all of eight games in Canada, played in two games in the AF before they shut down operations. If you ever want to say I was wrong on somebody, this is the guy. I thought he was spectacular in college and would be effective and exciting in Doug Flutie-like way in the pros, and I was way wrong. I was wrong. Yeah, more time and words and praise and whatever examination were wasted on Johnny Manziel on this network than any player in the couple of decades I've been here. Melancholy trails to Cliff Branch. The three-time All-Pro receiver for the Raiders died over the weekend at age 71. In his 14-year NFL career, all with the Raiders, 
Branch had 501 catches and 67 touchdowns. And he had a who's who of Raider quarterbacks throwing to him, including Daryl LaMonica, Kenny Stabler, Jim Plunkett. Tony, the tendency now is to think that, you know, because of the numbers, today's receivers are better. You know how great Great. Cliff Branch was. Played on all the Raiders Super Bowl teams. He was an unbelievably great player. A couple of corrections. Andrew Luck missed all of the 2017 season, not 2016. And D'Angelo Russell's nickname is D-Lo, not D-Russ. And also, Willis Reed is the greatest Nick of all time. I just asked you a question. Don't even ask that question. Don't even ask it. He won championships. Two, I'm thank asking. you. Let's go to the big finish. Let's the Redskins list Colt McCoy as starting quarterback in 2019's depth chart, and Dwayne Haskins third. Jay Gruden says it means nothing at all at this point. Do you agree? The Redskins have been completely irrelevant for years and years, and I just want this kid to play somewhere where it can be a productive situation. Baker Mayfield bit into a beer can, chugged part of it in front of Indians fans. I know that'll impress you. He's trying real hard to be Mr. Cleveland. you got to give him credit. Michigan State football has new alternate uniforms. Do you like these things? I want Bubba Smith to scream out, the great Bubba Smith from the great beyond, and say, no, don't wear those. Ryan Lochte won the 200 IM at the Nationals after a 14-month suspension for a B12 injection. This is a big deal. I think it is. I think it's Hello Tokyo. This surprises me. It really does. Last one. The Cubs swept the Brewers. We stop whining about them now. I don't expect you to notice, but those games are at home where the Cubs are formidable. On the road, Tony. we got to start winning some road games. And Wilson Contreras just Out of chill time. for a month. Try to do better chill. the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. Matt Ammerman, shout out. He's never watched this show. ETF.